What's up, Dojo fans? I'm back. It's your boy, Bruce Leroy, coming at you again with another episode. Hope everybody out there doing swell and you're staying away from that Rony, that Rony jabroni. <laughs> but no, I don't really hope everybody's doing great today. So today's topic is going to be the different ways you can get into the gaming industry. All right. This is just my take on it. And I'm super excited to talk about it with you guys. So let's get it in. All right. First, I think I think what a lot of the problem is when, you know, new artists is, and I even ran into this issue myself. I had to learn the hard way is that coming out. I think everybody just wants to go to this place called Hollywood. When I say Hollywood, I mean, I want to do something that's going to have my name in lights. I'm finna live it up lavish. Nothing just come out here and boom, see me on the big screen TV, you know, and, and, and Hollywood. When I say Hollywood, I mean like big names, like big AAA studios as well. You know, they, they instantly just come out, graduate or, you know, what you feel like you're good and you're subtle, your work is looking pretty decent to you. And you think like, OK, I'm going to go and I'm going to apply to Activision or Blizzard or um I don't know, uh, Ubisoft, you know, these, these, these big time names. And what you got to understand is these big names has the funds to look for big, high quality people, you know, and therefore it's going to be harder for you to get your foot into the door and try to get into this and try to get into the industry because you go to a place like Activision, who is like a multi-million dollar company. I mean, they have the funds to say, Hey, you know what? We're not looking for any artists. I mean, any junior artists out there, we're looking for straight seniors and i'm pretty sure that a lot of folks out there can relate that when you look for jobs right now you see a lot of companies looking for senior this senior that senior this senior animator senior senior um 3d artists and stuff like that because it's not the fact that they don't want you it's really just the fact that you know they don't want to take a chance on you you know so i feel like a lot of a lot of artists make that really big mistake you know what i'm saying and um you know it's nothing wrong with working for working on a team or any game studio just to build up your resume. It's not a bad thing. I don't even know why, you know, that's just not, it's like not on the table. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to put down, put down a little bit of the, you know, your expectations and go, you know, hey, you got a group of fans. You already, you you know, everybody has something that someone's missing. You know, you probably have an environment artist, a character artist, and, you know, a team that can actually make a full functional game. Why not go through with that? Because even still, it still shows that you can, you know, one, work with a team, you can collaborate, and you can bring a game from start to finish, which is something that you, you know, well, we're into the industry anyways. You know, that's what we want to do, baby. <laughs> or, or you know, you, you know, look for like the more smaller studios, like an indie game studios or mid-sized studios, you know, you, you have a better chance of getting your foot in there and getting into the industry. Even though me personally, I feel like, you know, it's still going to, you're not going to fall in the same position, but it's going to be somewhat similar because, you know, big time studios, they want you to have years on top of years of experience. And, the, you know, the lower studios kind of want you to be able to do everything under the sun. So personally, it really depends on you. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, 
maybe let's 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 get a little bit out of Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? And let's let's step it back a little bit. Let's let's just let's do something to ensure ourselves to get into the industry versus you know, hey, I want to see my name in lights. You know. Um, also. Another good way I think that you know that can be helpful as well is military simulation. Like I'm, I'm, I'm still shocked that nobody ever really brings that up. There's nothing wrong with going into military simulation. One, it's still, it's still a game setting. It is great on your resume. And then you know what? Let's even if you want to, even if you want to say, hey, we're not trying to do this for a resume builder. For one, it is a great job. You know, the only thing uh, that I believe with the military simulation is that, you know, a lot of them want you to have degrees, you know, bachelor degrees more say, you know, because they, because in, in military simulation, they deal with a lot of government contracting. That's that's kind of different than, you know, you walking into a game studio and they barely check anything about you. They just want to know, can you do the job or not? Or do you have the years of experience? Do you have, you know, a ship title? You know, do you have a banging ass portfolio that just looks ridiculous to the point that you're outshining their audiences, which is weird? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with getting into military, military simulation. I don't know why I always get tongue tied with that. But like I said, the job, the military simulation for one usually pay good. And it, and it is like a steady nine to five job. It has wonderful benefits. You know, I mean, you know, anytime you're dealing with like the government, especially, you know, something dealing with the military, you usually get pretty good, um, pretty good benefits. And, you know, and you kind of kind of you can kind of climb a lot up a, a good bit. Now, I have heard because don't don't you know, I have never been into the military simulation, but I wouldn't I am not opposed to it. But I have heard and have seen from my personal people that I have met, they will work you pretty hard, you know. But then again, I feel like that's that's almost any job, you know, in and almost any studio, because you know there is a such thing called crunch time, you know. When you know, hell, that deadline start to pop up, and you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> but definitely, I feel like you know what will help is just a recap is the. Get, let's get let's get a little bit out of Hollywood, you know what I'm saying? And let's, you know, if you have a couple of friends or you know some people that you can team up with, and you guys go ahead and go out on an adventure, you know, and ride majestic like in the wind, deep in the desert, and create your game. <laughs> or, you know, you hop in the studio, in any game studio, and if they're willing to have you, so you can get in there. Hell, it's the same thing, you know, and then you never know what, what that thing could bear fruit. Or just hop into military simulation. I encourage any artists out there to just look it up. Look up some military simulation. See what's in your state. See if they, 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 it's usually, there's usually a good chance that it may be. And try to get in there. And especially if you have a degree. If you have a degree, man, that thing goes great in there. And I, you may love it. And, it's, and even still, even still, you can use that as a starter position job. Get that thing to build your resume. Get you, you, you have, you know, you most likely can have some people give you, you know, letter of recommendations from a military simulation company. That's pretty big because folks know they didn't work your ass in there. Let's just be real. <laughs> Next thing is understanding the gender roles is what I like to call it. You know, it's not called the gender roles, but hell, I like to call it gender roles because, you know, people don't really like those positions. And the gender roles would be something, for example, like, you know, like a QA, asset implementer, or an assistant. Or hell, even if you're working at a front desk. I mean, I'll tell you one goddamn thing, and I'm gonna be real. That Ubisoft called me one time, and I ain't gonna lie. They called me and be like, hey, yo, we need you to work the front desk. Boy, I am there. I am there. And I'm sliding straight through that thing like, Hoo-yah! 
<laughs> but still, you know, I feel like you should do that and, and look into these gender roles and don't and don't and don't feel like it's a downgrade or it's a downplay to your skills. Look at it more as is as, as as if you're getting a, your foot in the door. You know, it's something that my um my grandfather told me is don't be ashamed to get your to do to do something to get your foot in the door because once your foot in the door, it's hard for them to turn you away when you're in their face. Because it's easy for them to hit the rejection button when you send them a resume, or it's easy for them to just say, you're on a call and they just hang up. You know what I'm saying? But when you're in a person's face, it's kind of hard to turn you away. I'm right down the hall. You feel me? Try to, if you can, if you, if you help, if you know a company that you can get in as a QA, game tester, an asset implementer, or even just an assistant or somebody in the front desk, take it. Because guess what? At the end of the day, that that company name is on your resume. And that's experience because you're still with, you're still in the game settings. And guess what? Not only you're in the game settings, which is going to be the next thing I'm going to talk about is you, you, you have direct access to the artists, to the leads, to the, to the, um, to the director. You know what I'm saying? You're, they're right there. So it's up to you to make something happen with that. So take something, it's almost like, you know, take something small and make it big. So don't do not. And I repeat, okay, do not underestimate the gender role, baby. Because see me, I love the gender role because nobody wants to do it, you know? Because every once again, everybody want to be in Hollywood. Let's leave that alone and maybe not for that. And the next thing, and this thing right here is very, very important. Networking and prospecting. I cannot stress this enough. Networking and prospecting is so important, you know, and, and, and I'm grateful to have the knowledge of knowing this because I used before I got into the gaming industry, I was like, I, I was, I was mean at the sale game. Like I love selling stuff. That's kind of this. Like, I, I, I mean, I'm talking about selling parts to medical, medical, uh, medical insurance to, I was even working at a, uh, working at a cemetery prospecting and networking is so important. You know what I'm saying? Because people just think that they're so entitled because they feel like, hey, I got the skills, so I'm entitled to a job. No, you're not. You know, so many times I see folks just apply to a job and they just sit back and wait on God to send them a sign. And I'm here to tell you, no disrespect to anybody's religion, but it's up to you to make that happen. Because <laughs> I know for myself, hey, the homie never came. You did but it's all right. It's all right. He put me here because he know I got it. And I know he know you got it. So what I mean by in, in networking perspective is, you know, don't just apply to a job. Research who the recruiter is, who's the art lead, you know, or, you know, who's the director, who, whoever it is that is the decision maker and the gatekeeper, find that person. Because there's always going to be two. You're going to have the person that is the decision maker, and you're going to have a gatekeeper whose job it is to keep you from the decision maker. You know, and that's what you need to try to figure out and try to find. So don't just apply to a job. Go ahead and look up the recruiter, reach out to the recruiter, or reach out to the person you feel that is the uh, the decision maker. And Follow up with them, hit them, you know, uh, you know, send them, send them little, little works to them. Or even know what? Something that I like to do that even helped me out is like, hey, I'll go ahead and reach out to somebody, get really cool with them. Like, hey, yo, I'm working on this thing right here. What you think about that? Knowing that this right here is similar to their art style or their work. Or you know what? Knowing that, hey, this, 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 this piece right here banging, baby. You got, you, hey, you got to deal with me. 
<laughs> you know, I, I keep tabs on almost everybody. And also, too, a good thing to go to is if you, I'm going to be blunt. If you are a shy person, this is going to be hard for you. You know what I'm saying? Because in this industry where it's so competitive, you need to speak up. If you're the type of person like to sit back and sit dormant, you know, don't say anything, it's going to be very tough for you and you need to break that habit. A good tip as well is don't be afraid to go to these events. Okay, go to these events, go to these convention centers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like my first event that I ever went to was INSET and uh, that was in Orlando and it was a military simulation thing, you know, and they didn't, you know, they just there to show off, you know, their military stuff and, you know, all the technology and how they use, a lot of them use Oculus and they're trying to do, they're trying to get more and more in depth into the virtual reality world. And, you know, people came there and I, it was amazing. I seen other artists there who was told about it and they came there and, and, and they was there, but they were just testing the machineries like, like if they was at a fair or something. You want to know how I came? I'm going to tell you how your boy came. How your boy Bruce Leroy came through though. I came through with a suit and tie. Yes, I was not playing. Hell on help me Howard because he was too slick. You hear me? And then I had resumes in my folder and a folder ready to go. And man, I was like tic-tac-toe. I was coming over to the, I was going to the right trying to talk to them. I was talking to Lockheed Martin. I was talking to, you know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of different military simulation people. And I was talking to them on the aspect of, hey, I'm an artist. Check my work. I had I had I had a uh, I had a uh, my two on one laptop, so I can be able to show you like a, on a big screen like my work. Give them a little run through. Give them some breakdown. Like hey, yo, I'm looking for you know I'm looking to get my foot into the industry, and I feel like maybe you can help me get there. And you'd be surprised what people say. Like I was getting numbers. I was getting email. Some people took my uh, my resume, you know, and I got hit up. Uh, and, and you know what's crazy? And this is this is this is a real story, you know. And when I first did that, I was I was still you know uh, in school at this time, and I was I was offered a job, but the job came with more. So hey, you kind of found this a little early, you know. Either you going to you know get the job and it's going to mess up school, or you finish school and come back. You know what I'm saying? If the, if the job's still available. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, of course, I, I chose the school thing because that at that time, that meant more to me than anything because it's, 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 it's I don't know, it's just something for me that I wanted to achieve in my life. You know what I'm saying? And I and plus, I hate when I start something and I just don't finish it. You know, and I do that, I do that in many other places as well. Like, so I went, to, I mean, I went to a military simulation meetup, I, um, which was a pretty big event. I went to a regular, uh, a regular game thing where people were just there showing off their any game, um, their any games that they built and just want other people to play it. I don't went to the, um, to the, to any jam, to any game jam, you know. And when, and when you go there, these people, you never know who you can meet. You know, I went to any game jam, and I, um, I met, the, I met the founder. Of um, uh, what's guy? I met the founder of um, Steamrollers, and and then it turns out that I, I don't seen this guy two or three times, and you know what? Never knew that he was the founder of the Steamrollers, and got into a good conversation with him, and he was willing to even try to you know help me get an art test and things like that, like to just try to work with me. Because you gotta understand, when you just sit back and apply online, you're like a robot, which is pretty much a number. So. Most importantly, I'm and I'm going to say this again: networking, prospecting, and and when you apply to a job or anything that you do, even if it's not a gaming job, you can still use the same tip. Please follow up. You know, stop sitting back and waiting on God to send you a sign. You know, take matters. Sometimes you're going to have to take matters into your own hands. In this industry, it is very 
very competitive. And 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 is it is even a is it even a thing right now? Like even like I've say two years ago, because I'm still fairly new myself, but you know, I get sit in, I get sit in, you know what I'm saying? But two years ago, I what I was seeing a lot of jobs out there saying they wanted between one and one and three years, maybe. Now I'm seeing jobs that are saying three to five years. And we even look for jobs right now, because I look for I on on uh every Tuesday, every every Tuesday, Wednesday, I look for jobs and I post them in the in the 3D dojo. You know, just to help folks out if they don't want, you know, if they don't want to come on the journey and create games within a dojo, still, hey, you know, I'm still can, you know, show some love because I, I look just for jobs in, in general. Cause it's just, I don't know, it's just a habit now. And every time I look for there, they always talk about three to five years. Now they actually, now they, they, it's almost looking like mandatory, it's mandatory to have a ship title. You know, and, and there's not there's not too much wiggle room. Now, unless you're just this really exceptional person. So please, when you apply, follow up, look for the gatekeeper, look for the person that makes the decision. You know, so I'm not saying bug them, but definitely, definitely, definitely make sure your presence is known. Once again, you know, hopefully everybody's having a good time. You found all this information useful. I would love to hear your feedbacks. If you just, you know, if you can, uh, you know, tell it to me on email or just click the click the link in the description and join the 3D Dojo Discord. Be one with all the community and also let me know what you think. All right. And if, it's a, if there's something that you feel like I haven't covered or that you want me to cover, feel free to let me know. I'm always grateful for feedback, man. But once again, I'm your boy, Bruce Leroy. Hoo-yah! Coming at you like an asthma tech, and I'll catch y'all later. Leroy!